Daf Pedalit, starting the bottom of Pegimon Bez. Again, we're continuing on the sugya. How do we know that when the Pasuk says Ayin, Tachas Ayin, it doesn't actually mean to poke out the eye of the Mazik, rather, it means to pay moments. The Gemara came out yesterday, the first uh, drush that we came out with that we agreed with was the fact that it's like going to be like Kaifer. And it says, La Yisikhu Kaifer Lenefesh Reitzech. So for a Reitzech, you're not allowed to take Kaifer. But for someone who does Hezek, what we call Rasha Evarim, he <coughs> kills a part of a person's body. So in that case, there is a din kaifer. We actually, now, in that case, you can only pay kaifer. There's no opportunity even for anything else. That was the first drasha we had. We four lines from the bottom. Tanya Rebbe Dustoy ben Yehuda Aymer. Ayin takas ayin is mamut. Atar Aymer mamut ayin ala ayin mamut. How do you know that it means payment and not meaning to poke out the eye, the kasha we've been working on? Amrit, so the story says the following says, Who said that the eye of the Namazic and the eye of the Nizik are the same size? Right? They might not be the same size. And if you're going to poke out the eye of the Mazik, Tachas, the eye of the Nizik, if they have different size eyes, physical, like the actual space of the eye, then it's not going to be Tachas. Must be that it means money. So maybe you'll say, no, it, we measure. If they have the same size eye, then we poke out the eye. And if they don't have the same size eye, then you pay money. That's what we said in the Pasuk. That everybody has the same aloha. There's no such thing as some people you poke out their eye and some people you pay money. And therefore, since you can, and therefore it must be that since not everybody has the same size eye, it must be we pay money. And everybody pays money. So, I don't understand. What's the problem? Why are you looking at the physical size of the eye? Look at the function of the eye. You made the, the mazik made this person have an eye that's not usable, unable to see with. So we make the mazik's eye unable to see with. We don't focus on the size of the eye. In, and again, if there was such a havamina that we focused on ta- that we were taking out the mazik's eye, it's not a question of the size of the eye that tachas. It's you removed his ability to see, so we're going to remove your ability to see. Proof that has to be the case that it's just a question of function. It's not a question of size. Because kato jargis agodol. If you have a, a midget, Rashi says that kills a full size person. Or godol jargis akatan. How do you kill him? Over there it says, Nefesh tachas nefesh. Right? Oh, you're going to say it makes a difference how tall the murderer was as opposed to how tall the victim was? No. So, oh, so what are you going to say? Well, if they're the same height, then we'll go ahead and kill them. And if not, then he'll pay money. It doesn't say that. It's Mishpadech al-Kochem. Ella, what's obviously the Pshat? Nishama shakomenei, nishama rachman nishkomenei. If you removed his life, so we remove your life. So therefore here also, that's what nefesh tachas nefesh means. So then it makes sense, at least in the Havamin, you could say that ayin tachas ayin also means it could have meant not that the question of the physical size of the eye, but the function of the eye. And therefore, the Gemara rejects Rebbe Dushtoy's uh, approach. The Gemara is not saying that, therefore, we do Ayin Takazayin. Just his ability, his approach to this based on Svara is Lavdafka, good Svara, because it could be that you would take away the function of the eye like you did to the other person. Tani Yidach, another, another possibility. Rebbe Shimon by Yechoyimer, Similar, ayin takas ayin is mammon. That means to pay money. How do you know it means money? Maybe it's to poke out the eye directly. So amrit suma What if the mazik himself was already blind? 
But the Mazik didn't have eyes, and he punched somebody. That's by his eye, right? He punched somebody, and he blinded someone else. Okita vikitea, right? Okita vikita. What if you have someone who doesn't have a hand, and he chops off someone else's hand? Ochiga vikiga. If the person is already limp and has some sort of uh, issue, and he causes someone else to do that. Hey, chali mekayim b'zayin tachasayin. So then you can't do ayin tachasayin. How are you going to poke out his eye if his eye already is not there, or if it's not functional, etc.? Torah says everybody has to get the same deed. Must be that you pay money, since a person who's blind or missing his eye, you cannot punish him by taking away his sight, and him you would have to pay money. So everybody must be, you have to pay money. That's what Shimon Bayechai's approach. So then Amri, the Gemara says, what's the, what's the problem? My question. Now the Gemara approaches it from a different perspective. Maybe not. Maybe the Torah says, if the Mazik has a functional eye or a functional hand, you should take it away. If he doesn't have a functional eye or functional hand, then you should pay money. Those Mishpat Echel Yelachem does not necessarily preclude that different people will have different types of punishments. And I'll prove it to you. It would be the same idea. Lachar, yes. I'll prove to you that even though it says Mishpat Echel Yelachem, it doesn't mean that everybody has to get the exact same thing. So, if you have someone who is a murderer, and he himself is a trefer, the murderer himself is a trefer. So, how are you going to prosecute such a person? Why? Rashi explains it's a chap. Really, someone who's a murderer, and he's a trefer, so he might die in 11 months from now. We kill him now. What's the big deal? Rashi explains because you have a technical issue based on the edus. Right, the edus is a problem because we know all edus has to be edus shato yochala hazima. Whenever you have proper edus, it has to be edus that if they're found to be liars, you would do to them exactly what they planned to do to the person that they were lying about. In this case, if two people come and said Reuven killed Shimon, turns out they were edus zaymimim, and therefore they were, they were never there, they never saw it. So what would you do to them? Well, you were going to have Reuven killed, so we're going to kill you also. They'll say, what do you mean? Ruben was a dead man walking anyways. Ruben was a trefer. We weren't causing Ruben to be killed. Ruben was going to be dead anyways. And therefore, you're not going to punish them, Kasher Zamam. Anytime you're not going to punish somebody, Kasher Zamam, their agus is puzzled to begin with. So it's a technical issue over here. Kiyagur is very, if you look at Kiyagur in the Gilead Hashas, he's very perplexed by this, Gemara. He says, it's not a question, it's not a chesarn in Mishpat Echad Yolachem. It's a chesarn in the agus. You just don't have agus. Okay, but that's the way Rashi explains the Gemara. And therefore, since you see in that case, we, we don't do nefesh tachash nefesh, but in other cases we do, Ella, we see that you do the best you can. And therefore, you're right. Not in every case can you do nefesh tachas nefesh, but we do what we can. So not in every case could you do ayin tachas ayin. If the person, if the mazik was already blind, if the mazik was already lame, you would not do ayin tachas ayin, but maybe where you could, you do. And therefore, the Gemara rejects Rabbi Shirin Bayechai's approach to this as well. Because just because you can't always do it doesn't mean that you never do it. Another approach. The Pesach we said, Shevet HaChashavar, Ayin TaChasayin, Shein TaChashen, Kasher Yitei Mum Ba'adam, Kain Yinosein Boy. What does Yinosein mean? Ve'nesina Ela Momen. The idea of giving is always monetary, and therefore that's where he learns out that Ayin TaChasayin, and all of them are not physical, they are actually money for the end of the Pesach. If you can tell me that every time it says the word Yinasen or Nasan, it means financial. The beginning of the passage says, Can Yinasen buy? So Kashayitain means you cause a financial loss to someone? Kashayitain obviously is talking about when you're doing a physical hezek. 
So you see, that nasan doesn't mean physical. No. You're right. It's not a question of the word. It's not a question of the definition of the word. It's the fact that it's an extra word. It already says, Whatever he did to you, you should do back to him. So, can ye not sin by lamely? So, why does it have to repeat again? Can ye not sin by shmami no mama? And that's an extra word to teach me that over there, over the punishment is not the physical removal of the eye, etc., but rather it means money. So, fine. So, what talk do you need that pasuk for? I did it by the mikhtav. Can ye not sin by to teach me that it means money? So, so it pairs them together. You're right. We don't have to say again that you cause the hezek, because we already know we're talking about a case where you cause the hezek. The chiddish of that pasuk is the kashay yinasim by that the punishment is financial and not physical, and then we just pair up the pasuk to complete the pasuk. So we do now, the Gemara finishes with this, not finishes. The Gemara says this particular approach to the drasha is a good pshat. So now we have two pshatim and how we know, ayin tachasayim is money, either because it's like kaifer, or because it says kashay yinasim, and yinasim is a lotion of money. Has another approach. The pasuk says, uh, "Where's the pasuk?" That's by the pasuk of Imparshas Shaiftim, the last one. Says by Kasha Zomam, you should do, you should not have Rachmanas on him. You should punish Nefesh Benefesh. Why is a yad be out over there? Obviously, it's kasha zamam. Whatever you did, whatever you plan to do, you're going to get punished. Why is it say yad be yad? Dover aniten miyad liyad. That sometimes what they planned to do wasn't to cause him to lose his hand or his eye, etc. It was actually going to cause him money. Yad be yad, something which you would pass from hand to hand. And that is obviously not going to be a physical punishment. That's going to be a financial punishment. My new mama. says, Mayata regal regal. Uh, so what does regal regal mean? What does it mean? Like you give the guy a football, right? Something you kick from foot to foot, like oh, soccer ball. Like what? What does it mean? If yad biyad means money, what does regal regal mean? You're right. He's not dashing the pshat in the pasuk again. He's dashing the extra word. You know, if you lie against someone in edus, you have to do. We do to you what you plan to do. Why does that have to tell you examples? Whatever you were planning to do, you do. You were, you were testifying that Reuben should lose his hand because you said Reuben damaged Shimon's hand. So Reuben's hand was going to be chopped off. So if you're found to be liars, your hand got chopped off. Why does the Torah have to say Yad Biyad? Shvami no, moment. The Torah says it. It means to teach me not physical, but money. And regal regal lamli. Why is it regal regal? I did the cost of yad biyad. Cost of nami regal regal. Once it had to say one example, so it just said other examples. So you shouldn't think that this one is specific. So it said all the types of examples, as it says in the pasuk. Shame b'shein, I am b'ayin yad biyad regal regal. But the ikur drasha from that pasuk is the yad biyad that it's something to hand over from hand to hand, which is obviously referring to money. Then this drasha also the gemara accepts as another possibility for how you know ayin takasayin is money. Abaya Amar, Abaya says, Isabi the Tanib de Bechiskia, he learns it out from a Tanib de Bechiskia, so Lachad, we learned in the base marriage. Tanib de Bechiskia, Ayan Takasayan, Nefesh Takas Nefesh. It says in the two Psukim over there, next to each other, Vemosun Yem and Asata Nefesh Takas Nefesh. And then it says, uh, it says right afterwards, Ayan Takasayan, Shain Takas Shain. That was by Dmei Vlodis. So it connects the Ayan Takasayan with the Nefesh Takas Nefesh. And therefore, Abaya de Bechiskia Tarshins, that we darshin ayin takasayin nefesh takas nefesh v'loy nefesh v'ayin takasayin. 
that if you poke out, if you poked out someone's eye, you only poke out his eye and you don't cause him to die. You don't cause the mazik to die. If it actually means to poke out his eye, sometimes when you poke out his eye, it's going to cause the mazik to die. It's a dangerous, right? A dangerous procedure to take someone's physical eye out, and you could easily kill him. And therefore, said the there's no way we could do that because then if we kill him, you're going to be punishing him with more than what he planned to do, and what he actually did do in this case, and therefore we cannot do it. So my question, why is that? A, I understand it's dangerous, but what's the big deal? Dilma meimen abdinale. You bring him to a doctor, and they evaluate. You evaluate. Is this the kind of man? You know, he's a young guy. We could take out his eye, no problem. If he's an older person, or he's delicate physically, and if we take out his eye, he'll die in the surgery. Then we don't do it. Right? And if you do it, if you evaluate him in Besden by the professional doctors, then he could take the surgery. And you do the surgery and he dies. He dies. It happens. Right? We have the same question. How many Malkus? We say you're supposed to give a maximum of 39 Malkus. But you don't, not everybody can take 39. If you give 39, many people will die. Rather, I'm dual. You figure out how much you can take in multiples of three. So you tell you, Bezdem figures it out. This guy could take 21 Malkus. And you give him 21. And he dies anyways. They misjudge. So Potter, Bezdem's Potter. So you do what you can, you do the best you can. So therefore, it's no says the Gemara rejects this answer as well. Just because they might die, so what? If he's the kind of person who's for sure going to die, so maybe you wouldn't do Ayin Takasai. But if he's just, but if you evaluate that he will not die, so you do it. If he dies, he dies. Say that it's sad, but it, stuff happens, and there's nothing you can do about it. And therefore, the Gemara rejects Abayin Tana Devechiskias Pshat. We have Zvid Mishay the Rabbi Amar Amar Kra. The pasuk says Petsa Takas Potsa. Right, we learn from Kviya Tachas Kviya is a burn. Petza Tachas Potza, Chabura Tachas Chabura. So what do we learn from Petza Tachas Potza? Litin Tsar B'Mokam Nezik. That not only do you have to pay the value of the damage you did, you also have to pay the Tsar. Okay. If it actually means to cut off the person's hand, that the Mazik loses his hand. So why do you have to pay Tsar? If you're going to tell me that ayin takasayin is physical, the mazik caused the nizik to lose his hand, so we chop off the mazik's hand. So why is he paying tsar? He caused the nizik tsar, we caused the mazik tsar by cutting off his hand. Why is he paying anything? So, and therefore, it must be that it doesn't mean to chop off his hand, it means money. So why? My kosher, dilma ike inish de mefanik, islay tsar atfev, ike inish de mefanik, lasay tsar. Maybe different people have different pain thresholds, and therefore what we're saying over here is, if the mazik is a strong person who has a high pain tolerance, so maybe you chop off his hand, and if you determine that he only got eight points of tsar, whereas he caused the other guy ten points of tsar, then he has to pay the difference. But that you don't chop off his head. Maybe you do chop off his head, and you do cause him the tsar. If it turns out that you didn't cause him as much tsar as he caused to the nizik, then he has to pay. So that's no raya that you don't do ayin takasai and mamish. So the rejects this as well. Rav Papa Mishved Rav Amar, Amar Krav Yirape. He also has to pay the doctor bills. Right? Litein Rufo Mamakam Nezik. Besides Nezik, he has to pay the doctor bills. No good. If mamish means that you chop off 
the mazik's hand or chop out, knock out his eye. the boy, hi boy, I see, hi nami boy, I see. So I can prove it. He says to them, "What does he mean? You have to pay the doctor bills of the nizik. The mazik's going to have to pay his own doctor bills now. Just like you're telling me in the havamina, if you're assuming that ayin takasayin is mamish, so then why would the mazik have to pay the doctor bills of the nizik? The, the mazik's going to have to. He caused him to pay doctor bills. The mazik's going to have to pay his own doctor bills. For the fact that the Torah goes out of his way to say that the mazik has to pay the nizik's doctor bills, it's mash where the mazik himself does not have doctor bills because you're not actually chopping off his hand. So that would be a right. So again, my question, why, why is that a right at all? Maybe it means that different people would have different doctor bills. Depends how, how easily you heal. So if I call, if, if the mazik chops off the nizik's hand and causes them $1,000 in doctor bills, and we chop off the mazik's hand, there's only $600,000 in doctor bills. So maybe you would chop off the mazik's hand and he would pay $400 difference. So that's no raya from the fact that you pay doctor bills that you don't chop off the mazik's hand. Maybe it just means paying the difference. So the more rejects this as well. Ravashi Amar. He said, Tachas, Tachas, Mishar. He said, I learned that. What does it say? Ayin, Tachas, Ayin, Yad, Tachas, Yad, etc. We learned it out from what it says by a shark. Sivach, Ayin, Tachas, Ayin. Sivosim, Shalem, Yishalem, Shor, Tachas, Shor. Over there by a shore. In Yadik, Yishar, Nagachum, Itmol, Shosham. If it's a shore, Muid. You pay Shor, Tachas, Shor. Malalon is Mammon. Obviously, if it's a shore, Tachas, Shor, you're paying money. Afghan Mammon. See, also when it says Ayin, Tachas, Ayin, it means money. So, well, what is that? How do you know? My chazus the office tachas tachas mishor. How do you know to compare that shor the tachas by ayin to shor neilef tachas tachas miadam? Maybe you should learn out from a murder. Dixiv and nasata nefesh tachas nefesh and nefesh tachas nefesh is literal. So just like nefesh tachas nefesh is literal, and enechadami shor tachas shor is not literal. But maybe ayin tachas ayin should be daimet to ayin nefesh tachas nefesh and be literal. Malalon mamash afkam mamash. How do you know? No, I'll tell you how you know. Because one's an actual murder, one's only damage. So just like Shor Takashar is just damage, so also Ayan Takasayan is damage, and therefore they're the same, you don't take it literal. I can tell you a different swar. I could say, Nefesh Takash Nefesh is when a person is killed, and Ayan Takasayan is when a person is injured. Just like when a person is killed, you kill the murderer. When a person is injured, you take out the murderer, the, the Mazik's eye. So they have no rights. So the Gemara rejects that as well. And finally, the Gemara says, Elam Ravashi, a different place from the Nehemiah, it says, Tachas Asher Ina. When a woman is raped, so the Pasuk says, V'nesata Isha Sheikh Bimala Via Nare Chamishim Kesef, he has to pay Chamishim Kesef, Velaisi Elisha, and he marries her. Tachas Asher Ina. In place, Tachas, that he caused her this tsar and he raped her. So it says over there the word Tachas. And over there it's clearly talking about money, right? You don't rape him, obviously he pays money. Right, and therefore the yaliflei adam yadam. That's a talking about a person, and it's nizakim and nizakim. It's talking about damage. So we have an, a classic example of damage to a person where the Torah specifically says man, money is the compensation. So therefore, ba'ayin takasayin and shein takasayin and all those also are not physical, but rather it's going to be a monetary compensation. So the Gemara had ten possible ways to learn this out, and we rejects six of them, and comes out with four of them that are good ways to learn out that ayin takasayin. Now here comes the, the kicker. Tanya Belezer, remember, ayin takasayin mamish. Belezer says, no, it's mamish. It says ayin takasayin, it means ayin takasayin. Mamish? Really? Belezer, less like, oh, how do you argues and everything we just said, and the whole masechta he argues on? 
No, what he meant was, is that when you evaluate him and you figure out how much the damage is, it's not on how much an Eved is sold with an eye and without or not. So what does that mean? So how do you evaluate it? If it's money, and you don't value it as an Eved, what do you evaluate? Right? A regular person doesn't have a value. There's no value to a person. The only way you can evaluate a person is based on how much he can be sold as a slave. There's no value otherwise. So what is a Belazar's Peshat? Elam Ravashi, Loimar, listen to this. Shein Shomar, he Nizik, Ela Bemazik. He says, you're right. It's not Ayin Takasayin. We do not knock out the Mazik's eye. But when the Mazik pays, he pays the value of his own eye, not the value of the Nizik's damaged eye. We had this question by, by Kaifer. Right, by Kaifer, we had a question that when your animal kills somebody, you have to pay the value, the value of what? We had a machlaikis in the Gemara. Is it the value of the dead person? Or is it a kapara? You're being mechaper for your own goof that you cause someone else's death. The more discussed whether kufr kapara or kufr not kapara, the more command on both sides, kufr could be a kapara. It's a question how you mechaper. Are you mechaper by giving reimbursement for the person you killed? Or are you mechaper by being paid to your own value? Says the Belazer, that's what's going on here also. When it says Ayin Takasayin, Shein Takashain, it's an amazing thing. How much did really we should knock out the Mazik side? Really, we should chop off the Mazik's hand. Really, we should make him not able to walk. Instead, he pays the value of what his eye is worth, which could be more or less than the damage he caused. Again, it's not a question of willing. It's not a question of willing. It's again the value in the marketplace. It's always based on the value in the marketplace. We'll get to the willing bar later. But in terms of the, the actual value, it's always based on the value in the marketplace as an evid, but not based on how much the nizik lost, rather based on how much the mazik would have been lose if that had been done to him. Which fits very nicely with the first trash we said yesterday, which is that it's based on kufra. It's, it's similar to the kufra alocha, which is just a, a totally philosophical different approach to all dine mazik. You're not reimbursing the person for the loss you caused. You're being paid to your own self. Because you should get punished. It's like an einche, einche alocha. It's a punishment. It's not necessarily a reimbursement, which is a very, very interesting approach. Marva switches to switch topics a little bit. There was an animal that bit off the hand of a child. Also, Commander of Papa Rashmul, Amalais, he said, Zil Shamalai Abadvarm. He has to pay Tsar, Ripo, Shevis, and Baishas. Amalurav of Ahadan Khabishita. What do you mean, four? It's five, right? You've got Nezek. Amalai, no, no, Barmi Nezek, I meant Nezek plus the other four. Amalai, Abai of Ahamaru. It's an animal that damaged. The Hamaru and Mishalam and Nezek. We learned it says, Amisai, Ishkate, Mumba, Amisai. Only when a person does damage does he pay these five things. When an animal, you only pay Nezek. I'm like, oh, I didn't realize. I'm like, zil shamalai nizka. Yeah, you have to pay the how much it's worth. So my avid by the shamay. What do you mean? You don't just. It's not just value what it's worth. You have to take this child, figure out how much you would be sold as an avid with the hand, without the hand, and figure out the difference. I'm like, yeah, that's what I meant. Zil shamalai kavda. That's what I meant. He apparently got all the details wrong. I'm like, the zilibe says, what do I have to do? I'm gonna have to take my kid to the slave market. And figure out how much he's worth without the hand. Figure out how much he's worth. It's embarrassing. I don't want to do it. The father refused. Now, in a, in a case where a child is damaged, the money goes to the father, but the father does not keep the money. The money has to be put away in a bank account or invested for the child. It's the child's money. It's not the father's money. But the father over here refused to bring the child to be evaluated as an evidence. And it's embarrassing. But the money goes to the kid. You have no right to refuse. The father said, When he gets older, I'll take care of the money. 
So it seems to me the father has like a din sort of like an apitropus over here of some sort. And we trust the father that he will, t- he will reimburse the son and he'll absorb the loss later on. If he doesn't, or if the son grows up later on and says, my father never paid me, he can then be Teveh the Mazak, right? It's not a mechila. It's just the father refused to have it go through the evaluation process. So we as that allows the father to get away with this. If later on it doesn't work out, Mepharshim say, then the son would have a Teveh back on the Mazak or on his father. Who toured the Allah's Yadinuka? There was a an animal that bit off or chewed the hand of a, a child. They went to Rafa. How much does he owe? You figure out how much a kid is worth as an Evid, how much is worth with the hand without the hand, and, and the owner of the show has to pay. But we have a problem. We, you, Rav Paskin, call an Anishim Ke'evid, and Goyven Esob If we have to evaluate someone, it's not a fixed amount. It's not something we have a, just have a chart, right? It's worth $10, $15. No. It's something that requires Bezdin to get involved to figure out how much it's worth. We don't do such a din in bubble. Why? The Gemara's going to explain in a few minutes why. But we don't do such a din in bubble, so how are we going to evaluate what this kid is worth? Now, it's interesting that the Gemara does not say we don't evaluate a knas in bubble. We have a general rule in Shas, in knasis for bubble. We don't have, Bezdin does not have the ability to apply a knas in bubble, which means the Gemara is assuming when the shore bit this, this child, it's a din in shane. And not a, I would have said it's a din in Karen, he's a tam. And if he's a tam, it's chetzinezek, and chetzinezek is a knas, and that's why you don't do it in a bubble. The Gemara does not say that. Many of the learned over here, it is a din shame. There seems to be something normal for an animal who's hungry to eat the hand of a child, which doesn't sound so normal, but that's why the Gemara seems to be dandy. Amalahu, so what's shot over here? Samalu, la di tafas. No, he said, you're right. We're not going to make him pay. But, the way Rashi explains it, we're going to evaluate it, and we're going to put a price on it, and if later on the Nizik comes and takes something from the Mazik's house without asking us, the Nizik's allowed to keep it. But we do have the evaluation now so that we know later on when the Nizik is typhus something, how much he took, whether he's allowed to take it or not. But we don't of the Mazik to pay, that we can't do, but we do want to know how much he could pay, or should pay, should that ever happen. If an animal gets injured by a shore, if an animal gets injured by an Adam, that you could figure out. Because an animal, you don't have to go to a marketplace. You know how much the animal's worth. Seemingly. The Mars going to reject this. Hold on. If a person gets damaged, if a person gets damaged by an Adam, or if a person gets damaged by a shore, why not? That you don't collect that. The Pasuk says in Pashim Mishpatim. Right, that you have to go to a Bezdin, Elohim. You have to go to a Bezdin. And a Bezdin always means a Bezdin of Smuchim. People who are Kabbal Smicha from Rishabene, which in Bavel they don't have. That was only something they had in Eretz Yisrael. So, Sharba, 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 Adam Nami, Elohim being of Aleka. So that in St. Pashim Mishpatim, when it talks about all the Dine Mazik and Shar, it also says Elohim there, which means a Bezdin of Smuchim. So, if you don't pass in these things in Bavel for an Adam, you don't pass in them for a Shar either. Ella, Maishla Shabba 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 Adam. Why do we paskin dinah nezek of a shor and bavel? The shtichusayu kav dinah. There's a concept that says that the bate dinim in Eretz Yisrael, the time of the gulls, etc., they made the bate dinim and bavel as if a sniff, as if an extension of those bate dinim in Eretz Yisrael. And a chanami, the people in bavel don't have smicha, but it's good enough to be keilu the shliach. If that's the case, meet the avi adas vavoy. Otherwise, no one's going to be able to do any business, right? No one's going to be able to have any loans. No one's going to be able to do any business. Because for that also, you need a bezin of smuchet. Elamai, 
the Bezdin Eretz Yisrael, a Ke'ilu, appointed the Bezdin and Babel to be their Shlichim. So why don't you say the same thing when a person gets injured, that the Bezdin is their Shlichim? So what's the difference? We only do our, their Shlichas where it's a fixed amount. You borrowed $100, you owe $100, etc. Something which requires extra figuring out how much to pay that the Bezdin Eretz Yisrael never made them shlichim for. So what do I mean? So I'm sure, I'm sure, I'm sure. But if the shor gets damaged, now we like him like a It's not a fixed price, right? Even when an animal gets damaged, you have to go figure out how much it is. You have to go figure out how much the animal sold in the shuk. So they're both the exact same thing. When a person gets damaged, or when an animal gets damaged, you have to go to the market. So what's it, why one yes and one no? Vioid, and if you're going to say it's based on fixed amount, Tashum Kefa with Tashum Abrahamisha, the Kitsi Navajikusayu. So when you, we, we know you're not Mechaev Kefa, we're not Mechaev Abrahamisha. If anything, those are easier to be Mechaev, because once we know how much you owe, to double it or quadruple it is easy. So why don't we do that? Amri Kikov, Dinim Shikhosayu, Zimor says a few rules. First of all, Kiyav Dinim Shikhosayu, Mamayna. But Kanasa of Dinim Shikhosayu. That's a general rule that Bezdin and Yisrael only put the minimum they need to be able to keep society functioning. To keep society functioning, you need to have a Bezdin that can, that can do Hezek, that can, that can prosecute for, for, for Halvoz, etc. But for Kanas, we don't need that, so therefore Kanas we never do in Bafa. Okay. So Adam Badam and Mainu Adam Shikhosayu. That doesn't answer the case of Adam Badam, why we don't evaluate a person. That which the Bezdin and Yisrael said that we're going to appoint the Bezdin and Bavel to represent us, that's only by things which are typical to happen. And damage to a person is not typical to happen, and therefore we don't need the Bezdin to do that. If you get away with it, you get away with it. It doesn't happen that often anyways. Right? Embarrassing, right? Physical damage to a person is not Shkiach. But embarrassing to somebody, as the Mar is going to say later on, spitting in someone's face, Etc. That happens. That happens frequently, and therefore we should be able to do it. Navi Shichosai. Why don't we pass in that in Bavel? Says my Amar Maybe we don't. Darav Papa Agvi Abar Bezuzel Abayshes. He did. I'm saying maybe we should collect. Maybe you should collect because he did. Some of our lesser Darav Papa Lamaisa. We reject Darav Papa. We said if Papa did it wrong. The Shalach of Chista. We had the Gemara earlier of Nachman. Shalach of Chista. Chista. Knasa Kamagos Bavel. You cannot collect. Because Boishu Pagam is not reimbursing for any lost money. It's not really a knas, but it's not reimbursing for lost money. It's just because you embarrass somebody. So also that we don't do in Bavel. So back to our question. Why not? You need two qualifications to collect money in Bavel. A, it has to be something that typically happens, and it has to be reimbursing an actual loss of money. So Adam Ba'al of Amilsa the Shechicha, if it is something typical, and but it doesn't have physical money, like or it doesn't happen very often, like damage to a person, which is physical loss of money, but doesn't happen that often, damaging from a person, even though you cause the person loss of money, breaking his arm, whatever it is, it doesn't happen that often, we don't pass him that above him. Boishes, when you embarrass somebody, Avagav the Shikha, even though it does happen often, him the last Bechas Arkis, it's no physical loss, Loyav the Shikhosai, and that is Ravas Halach. Samavashar Bashar, Govim Bavavavavav, you tell me what, but an animal does damage, that's physical loss, and animals damage each other frequently, and therefore we do do that in Bavavavav. 
another statement by a shar also we don't collect in bavel. Who did this animal damage? When a person gets damaged, whether he's damaged by a shor or a person, we don't collect. We said it's most of the And therefore, that's for sure you're not collecting. El what was Rava talking about? The Azik shor. He's saying over here, Rava, that when a shor damages another shor, we don't collect the bubble. According to everything we just said now, shor damaging another shor, it's shiach and it's chesar and kiss. You should collect it in bubble. Amri hasan betam hocha b'muad. talking about a tam or a muad. A tam, you're not going to collect in bubble. Right? Tam is a knas. Whereas a muad, that you would collect in bubble. Oh, Amri Rava ain't muad in bubble. There's no such thing as making a muad in bubble. Right? If you can't collect for tam, then you can't make him into a, a muad. Okay, there's no din over there to make him into a muad at all. No, we're talking about an animal that became a muad in Eretz Yisrael, and then they moved to Bavel. You said the whole thing, it has to be something typical. That is not a typical case for an animal to move to Bavel. So why would you disagree that? Why would you have such a takana? Maybe we're talking about a case, not where the animal moved, where some Rabbonim Smuchim came from Eretz Yisrael for a few days, and they paskined every animal that should become a mood. That's still not normal. And why would Bezdin ever appoint Shlichim for such a thing? When Rava said that we do damage Shor B'Shor, you're right, it's not by Karen. Karen as a tam is a knas, you don't do it, and it's like shriach. And by a muad, you can never become a muad. Ki kamarava, b'shem v'regel, demuad demetchilasan enu. B'shem v'regel, which is muad metchilasan, it's chesar in kiss, it's mostly the shricha, that we'd say, avdir shricha sayin, you can pass in a bubble. But in a chenami, shor of Karen, or any damage to a person, you would never paskin in Bavel at all. So all these halakas are in the whole Masechta by damage to a person. Or Shar, Karen, ta, Karen, uh, Karen, which would be Tamar Mu'ad. All these things you need a bezin of Smuchin for. And would only be no gay in Eretz Yisrael. Well, they have a bezin of Smuchin. If they don't have a bezin of Smuchin in Bavel, etc., you cannot paskin any of these halakas. Okay, we'll stop here because the next surgery of Tsar is going to start and continue in. We'll pick up on the Tisham tomorrow.